Welcome to another episode of the Bandage Podcast, a weekly wrap-up of the most trending healthcare news. Each week, we'll discuss the latest in healthcare, health IT, and compliance. In this week's episode, we discuss new ovarian cancer detection, a smart health light, and a new year health initiative. Let's wrap things up. This is episode 119 for the week of January 10th. I'm Matt Moneypenny. And I'm Albert Bettistelli. Before we get started, our diagnosis code for this week is T26.30XS, burns of other specified parts of unspecified eye <laughs> and adnexia sequela. Wow. Wow. This one's truly wild. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's... <laughs> That was hard to say. I'm going to say specified to parts of an unspecified eye. I love that. That sounds po- that's like poetry. It does sound like a poem because it's very generic, but also not generic. Right. It's like, hey, this is the uh, cornea of an eye. Can you scratch the cornea of your third eye, Albert? <laughs> I feel like I do I all the time, Matt. Only if your third I feel eye like is open. It's constant for me. <laughs> Unspecified eye opened on the forehead. All right. Anyways, let's get into the news. First up, we have Cedar Sinai scientists say. Cedar Sinai scientists have found origins of a common ovarian cancer by modeling fallopian tube tissue. This allowed physicians to determine how genetic mutations increase someone's risk of cancer. Through the created tissue, scientists can predict patients who may develop ovarian cancer, allowing for early detection and prevention strategies. Ovarian cancer is the leading cause of gynecologic cancer deaths in the U.S. due to mild symptoms and difficult tumor detection. This study's findings could assist doctors in identifying which patients are most likely to develop ovarian cancer and searching for new ways to prevent or treat it. Huh. You know, it feels like every week we have something, some sort of news story about cancer development, yeah. which is great, but it's also yeah. crazy to think about, you know, put the, you always hear about how much money gets put into cancer research. Right. But with how often we talk about it, it really, you know, kind of comes to fruition. Yeah, like it's news. great. It's good to see like breakthroughs like this and especially with ovarian cancer because they, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've always heard that, like, ovarian cancer is essentially a death sentence. Like, people who get it, it's always way, I know, it's always, like, way too late because you don't know you have it because the symptoms are mild, like like we said, but also it's hard to, like, find. So being able to kind of find it or at least, like, find people who might be uh, more likely to get it ahead of time and then sort of, like, monitor them throughout their life and be like, okay, we're going to watch, like, for any warning signs or, like, we know places to look or whatever that might yeah. that might save some lives which is really really cool absolutely it's an interesting they're always interesting ways of like trying to figure out different or like what happens with the disease and it's very it's very it's a very creative uh medical research uh area yeah. to be in for sure all right next up turn the light on so you don't fall or at least so you can detect if you do A smart lighting company announced that a smart health monitoring bulb will be one of its new products for 2022. 
The Sengold Smart Health Monitoring Light is a dual Wi-Fi and Bluetooth bulb with built-in health monitoring using radar technology. It's designed to track sleep and certain biometric measurements, such as heart rate and body temperature, as well as other vital signs. The bulb can work alone, or multiple bulbs connected via a Bluetooth mesh network can work together to create a virtual map that can detect human behavior. It can even determine if someone has fallen. This could be an unobtrusive way to monitor whether a person living alone has fallen and potentially injured themselves. It hasn't been revealed yet what the bulb will do once it detects a fall. The product is still under development, but it's due to launch in the fourth quarter of 2022. That's pretty cool, actually. It is cool. I didn't know that there would be any kind of use to, like, you know, smart light bulbs other than just having them be turned on by your phone. Right, right. Or just your voice being like... Yeah. So they're just, I don't, I don't really know how they're using radar to track all that stuff. I don't know, but that I mean, light bulb is going to be pricey. That's going to yeah. be like a seventy-five dollar <laughs> like, light bulb. It's like, you think that you think that Philips Hue lights are expensive? Wait till they you try are. to get this radar infused light bulb. Right. I just I wonder really if they're going to like have the radar sound like from movies, like the. <laughs> yeah, it's just constant, like, over and over again. That would be terrible. That would be pretty terrible. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you know, to spin it, maybe their marketing department's like, hey, you know, we, <laughs> we like the nostalgic sound of right. World War II. So you want to feel like you're in a submarine sounds. all the time, <laughs> like in a nuclear sub, get one of these. <laughs> it's great for your son. He'll like it. He'll, he'll yeah, have an immersive sure. experience in the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, very neat. I don't know how it works, but other than radar, I don't know how radar can te- detect temperature. So maybe it's a little bit of infrared, but right. who knows? Interesting. Next up, Sprouting Better Health this year. The Phoenix-based grocer Sprouts Farmers Market is hosting a series of health-focused Facebook live stream events to kick off the new year. It will feature Candice Kumai named the Golden Girl of Wellness by Ellie and Forbes magazines every Thursday afternoon in January. Kumai is a classically trained chef and food editor dedicated to sharing her knowledge to help viewers nourish their mind, body, and spirit. Viewers can download the Sprouts app to view weekly sales corresponding to each week's live stream topic. Attendees will have the chance to win prize bundles, including Sprouts gift cards and Kumai's latest wellness book. So this seems like the story is more so an advertisement, but yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> <laughs> it seems also, like they a said golden girl. And then I thought of Betty White. May she rest in yeah. Peace. Right. R.I.P. Right. Not an appropriate time to include golden girls of wellness. Uh, you know, whoever wrote this article. Jeez. Right. Come on. Jeez. It's like move over, Betty. You, you right. Just, you New know. golden girl in town. Yeah, it's like, wow, give her a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to learn more about nutrition from this golden girl of wellness, here's right. your chance. Yeah, check that stream. out. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Why not? With that, let's go into our next segment. B-R-E-A-C-H. Breach Patrol. It's a breach. All of the latest cybersecurity breaches. Welcome to Breach Patrol. We talk about the latest breaches all across the world. Albert, what do we got? All right. Well, happy new year. Your data has been stolen. Uh Hackers breached the computer network of Broward Health in October of 2021, and victims were just notified on January 1st of 2022. What a way to start the year. 
The hackers mm -hmm. potentially accessed medical and financial information of over 1.3 million patients and employees. This data includes bank account information, social security numbers, and confidential medical histories. The intruder gained access to the network through the office of a third-party medical provider. Broward Health promptly contained the incident, notified the FBI and Department of Justice, required password reset for all employees, and engaged an independent cybersecurity firm to conduct an investigation. The DOJ requested that Broward Health delay the notification of the breach to ensure that the notification didn't compromise the ongoing law enforcement investigation. Whoa. Yeah. 1.3 million patients. It's a lot of people. <laughs> it's literally it's January it's 1st. It's I know. For real. Ring in the new year, your data might have been stolen. People wake up a little groggy on, on January 1st because of yeah. their events on New Year's Eve. and Events, quote unquote. They're like, oh, so I'm glad I, uh, you know, does that make... Does the, the, my question is, is if, if the breach happened in 2021, does that be like, does that make it be like you hate 2021? Or since you got notified on the 1st of January 2022, does it mean that you hate 2022? Right. 2022? Good question. These are the questions we got. This is what we got to ask, you know? No, these are good these questions. Are questions. This is why our listeners listen to us, Albert. I know. We, I mean, we're the, because we're the of the hard questions. But yeah, I mean, that's terrible. Hopefully um, I you, I mean, I guess if you were notified, get some identity theft protection. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Next up, calling all impacted customers, stay vigilant against scams. There's that word again. U.S. Cellular, self-described as the fourth largest wireless carrier in the U.S., disclosed a data breach after the company's billing system was hacked in December. The mobile carrier sent a data breach notification letter to 405 impacted individuals. The hackers attempted to leverage access to customer account information to fraudulently port numbers. There's no indication that the hackers could have access to sensitive information such as social security numbers and credit card details. The company reset impacted customers' security questions, answers, and personal identification numbers linked to their accounts. Impacted customers are advised to be on the lookout for targeted phishing scams using personal information that's stolen from the company's CRM systems. So my, I, what, how, why does US Cellular have social security numbers? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't unless it, unless yeah. this, this was worded in a way to make it seem like they might, even though they don't, right. like kind of like downplaying the attack. Like this is, right. this attack happened, but it's not that bad because social security numbers weren't impacted, but the way that oh, it's right. worded it makes it seem exactly. like they have it. That's probably what know. it is. They're probably just trying to like, it could be worse. So we could have had your so like we could have given your social hey, security. You know what? Yeah. At least right. we're not a healthcare company because we can't handle your data. Right. I also love self described as the fourth largest wireless carrier. They are like that's yeah, what I know. That's kind of a like I don't know. That's I, kind I, of like a uh, slap in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> self described <laughs> as the not the leading uh carrier in terms of coverage or no. Self-described as, hey, we're the fourth largest. Yeah, I've never heard of it, so maybe they are. Yeah, maybe they are. Well, either way, hopefully the impact wasn't too bad from the breach. And Yeah, I guess if you just lost your security questions, the only thing, what you should do in this case is if you use the same security questions. Across the board, yeah. And answers, you should probably change them just to be safe. <laughs> but people have to get your password before that happens. So. Right. 
Finally, not very hospitable to steal employee data. A ransomware attack on the McMenamin's Dining and Hospitality Empire in the Pacific Northwest confirmed a ransomware attack that impacted 12 years worth of employee data. The cyber attackers Whoa. made off with internal employee data for those who worked for the company between January 1st, 1998 and January 30th, 2010. The attack forced McMinimins to shut down various operations, but locations can still receive customers. Three weeks after the attack, the company's operations are still not remediated, including its central phone system, email credit card processing, hotel reservation system, and gift card processing, all core functions for a hospitality group. For now, the company is asking people to delay their hotel bookings or to call properties directly. It's using the third-party dinerware point of sales for credit cards. McMinimins is offering past and current employees identity and credit protection services. Letters have been sent to notify affected individuals. So it, it deals with, they're talking about employee data being breached, but they're also saying customers err on the side of safety and don't right. do anything. Interesting. Yeah. How long have they been? When did the attack happen? Let me see. It didn't say. It just says a ransomware attack. A ransomware attack. The art was posted. Oh, the ransomware attack happened on December 12th. So they've been down almost now okay. for a month. So that's, oh terrible. my gosh, that's a yeah, huge so impact. That messes up the bottom line of 2021 for this company. Yeah. So beginning of 2022. So that's not good. Not great. Fiscal years, man. Crazy stuff. Right. Um, I don't, I do employers. Are they supposed to keep that information for that long about employee data? I really don't know. I'm surprised that they did, honestly. I'm also surprised that the data, like, what a specific amount of time that it was stolen from. 1998 to 2010. Nothing yeah. recent, just those. Like, what a weird, I don't know. Like, yeah, hey, it's a very grab. specific timeline. Like you, get in and you just take what you can, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know if employers are supposed to have it for that long. I guess maybe they are. But also, if you worked at McMinimins, in 1998, odds are your resume doesn't have that listed there anymore because it's like that was right. three decades ago at this right. point. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> interesting stuff. I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, don't use them and then wait until they tell you when to use them again if you're a loyal McMinimins customer. Right. So, yeah. At least they're being transparent. They are. They're trying to get ahead of it or at least stay on top of it. And that's it for this week's wrap-up of your weekly healthcare news. I'm Albert Battistelli. And I'm Matt Moneypenny. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bandage Podcast produced by eTactics.